Hello, boys and girls. That's hello. my intro. Say hello. Hello. Right, this is very amateurish and rough job sort of podcast type thing. It's going to be called, we decided to call it Critter-Copolix. Critter-Apocalypse. Critter-Apocalypse, yeah, that's it. Right, we got this down. We'll, we'll have a logo and stuff eventually. There might even be a theme tune one day, oh, who nice. knows. Um, Standard fare. <laughs> The basic idea of the podcast is that we're going to have a list of things to review, and I'm going to say things, it is things, we're not necessarily always going to do films and games and TV, which we do elsewhere on the interwebs, but we might, because, you know, it's a good way to promote our other stuff. I only do films, I'm not into the games yet, not wordy enough. (laughs) No, not wordy enough. Um, But what we will be doing is just any old thing that we feel needs to be reviewed, and that's the point of this. We're going to make a review database in podcast form. So lots of geopolitical discussions today. Yeah, eventually we'll be able. To, someone will be able to go. Hey, I want to know about like um, this brand of butter. Is it any good? And they could search for us and find the review of it. I really feel like I need to get on top of butter trends. Yeah, I don't know where we're at. Yeah, I'm completely lost. It lightly salted. Ever since they um, got rid of margarine in about 1999, I'm really lost on what I spread on my bread nowadays. It's all. Sunflower spread isn't spread. It's butter under a different guise. <sighs> it's lying to me. Yeah, I like it. And after every review, we'll give a score. Um, just a score. Random number. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> right. So, are you going to go first or am I going to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. I'm Ant. This is Matt. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm Matt. Um, all right, so uh, the first thing I'm going to review is Horns. A film a adaptation of a Joe Hill book. Yeah, never read it. No? No, it's a good book. It's a good book. All right, film. Uh, it's got Daniel Radcliffe in it, so it's got Harry Potter in there. Who plays a character doing things? <laughs> should, should we check his name? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Ig. I think it's Iggy or Ig. 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 That's a silly name. Ignatio. <laughs> isn't that the name? It's a, yeah, it's a Shakespeare character, isn't it? Oh sh- Yeah. Um, no, that's the name of one of the characters from um, Princess Bride. <laughs> oh yeah. Ignatio Montoya. Oh yeah. Which yeah. I still haven't seen. I've never watched Princess Bride. But tell us about <clears throat> what about horns. horns. I mean, I don't really want to give anything away, so, you know, read the book or watch the film, if you will. It's a good film. You know, it's lacking in some aspects, but only if you've read the book. If you haven't read the book, then it's a perfectly acceptable romance horror film. His name's actually Ig. Ig Perish. There you go. Ig Perish. And he's got a brother. There's a brother in there. That's a spoiler. Don't listen to that. Ignore that part. But yeah, it's the story of a man who's in love with a girl who goes missing, is murdered, uh, and he is blamed for it. Been there. Yeah. We all have rape murder. <laughs> yeah. It happens on a yeah. Wednesday. On yeah. a Thursday, not so much. Um, but he gets blamed for it, and in the end, he uh, he tries to prove his innocence using using these horns that grow on his head randomly one day and allow him to influence the minds of others. Uh, yeah, it's all got a bit of a bit of religious theme, but there's not really much in the way of religious undertones. You know, they use iconography, but they avoid pampering it with all that crap that America usually get involved in. Yeah. So they, they're opinionated about religion in a way that's positive and negative. It supports people and is a detriment to some people yeah. in the sense that... So it's not judgmental yeah. like... Uh, no, no, it's e- not. Uh, God, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's not God like, is dead. It's <laughs> not like Bill Mayer. No, God is dead is the worst film ever made. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my list just for now. It's going to be a quick 30 seconds. Don't watch God is dead unless you are really, really against anyone having an opinion races of any kind if you if you don't like anyone who's a different colour from you that film's going to be right up your alley watch it as much as you want if you liked Hercules don't watch it Kevin Sorbo is fucking atrocious and <laughs> disappointed Dean Cain, yeah, Dean, <laughs> Dean Cain 
disappointed. If ever you really wanted to see a film with Kevin Sorbo as Hercules and Dean Cain as Superman battling each, like each other to the death, that's not this film. <laughs> that film is is people having opinions about religion that they don't deserve to have because they're clearly too religious to have opinions that support other people. Bastards. But anyway, Horns, I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10. It's, it's actually a really good film. Um, the ending loses sight of the original message, but it's still sweet. It wraps everything up nicely. And Daniel Radcliffe does a serviceable American accent. He seems better than most of the Americans in the film. Juno Temple's in there and, you know, she gives everyone a hard-on at some point in their lives. So I'd recommend it for that alone. Yeah, I liked it when um, she looked like a teenage prostitute in Dark Knight Rises. Oh my God, she always looks like a teenage <laughs> prostitute. I watched Centrinians the other day and got an embarrassed boner. Huh. I was like, I'm pretty sure she's of legal age. <laughs> I hope she's of legal age. Jim Arterton was of legal age, so it was aimed at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Russell I don't Brand. think that film had any um, troubles with people being of legal age. Yeah, yeah legal <laughs> age is a loose defining term for that movie. But anyway, yeah, Horns, I give it a solid 7 out of 10. It's pretty decent. Um I mean, I say 7 out of 10, I fucking hate numerical values added to reviews. <laughs> I liked it, you probably won't. If you don't like it, tell me about it's it. It's an Alexander Arja film, I'm probably going to like it. Email me if yeah. you don't like it. You I, like friggin', I liked Hills of Ice, man. Like, Hills of Ice was a great remake! Yeah. I know some people hate it, man. Yeah, lots of people hate it. Yeah. Had the X-Men 2, had Pyro from X-Men 2 in there. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He didn't look anything like him, he had a beard. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So right. yeah, so that's, that's your... Number, that's my number one, I guess. Right. I think I'm going to start with... Uh, Roundabout by No Goblin, which is it's a very special game. They've basically taken Kuru 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 in the obscure Game Boy Advanced game where you control a spinning stick. Yeah, I remember that. And guide it through a level, and they've taken the logical next step of combining it with Crazy Taxi, where you're controlling a limo driver. Um, the driver is YouTube. Well, she used to be a YouTube video maker, then she quit, but she's recently come back. She's called Kate Welch, and she's playing. Geo Regio Manus or Giorgio Manus as the name is meant to be. Um, but yeah, basically, you just have to make your way through the level. You pick people up, you get them to their destination. It doesn't matter how often you crash, which is kind of part of the fun of the game because you're going to crash a lot. Um, awesome. Although there is a permadeath mode on. Um, I have done a video for this on the YouTube, on, on YouTube's on Mellow Gaming. Plug in the website. Yeah, you've got to plug that. It's got to, you've got to plug it all day long. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, basically, you have to control through there. In between level, every mission starts with a cutscene, and it's basically some guy sat in the back of a car, like with a blue screen background. Sometimes the same person will play two different characters because clearly they couldn't get, uh, like, baseball coach. They That's decide the baseball coach is also the driver instructor. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Is that not um, done already? One of the characters you meet is a skeleton. Um, it's just a, like a plastic skeleton. Um, played by Mandy Bot, I think his name was or something like that, or Mary, Mary Dot, I can't remember his name, he used to be a YouTuber years ago. Um, Lots of YouTubes. Yeah, it's all sorts of made of cult, it's very much a cult comedy thing, they know their audience. But um, yeah, that game is friggin' crazy fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's like lesbian undertones to it, although it's never exclusively said if Giorgio's meant to be male or female. Cause, um, Does she have a female voice, like quite distinct? Doesn't talk, she never says a word. Huh. She, every every single cutscene is her looking over her shoulder to the person in the back seat, sometimes reacting to something they say. But she, yeah, she never says a word as far as I'm aware. I haven't finished it yet. Um, it references stuff all the time because you can't make anything these days without making references. It's got uh, the 80s. Yeah. Oh, really? It's got a very 70s style. It opens up with yellow text on like old stock footage of a town and all this music going ba 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 ba. Like Night of the Leapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. References. It's, it's a brilliant game. <laughs> There's three different areas to go through. Um, you unlock bonuses as you go along. You can customise the car with hats and stuff, because of course you can get hats. 
Um, they haven't updated it yet, which is a bit odd, because I'm kind of thinking it's the sort of thing that would benefit from random updates. But um, it's been out about two weeks now. It's only about eight ninety nine on Steam, which it's is dirt cheap. It's much cheaper than anything I've bought this week. Yeah, it's yeah. well worth playing. Um, 6.4. <laughs> a nice even score. Um, okay, uh, yeah, my next is uh, Destiny uh, on the Xbox One. Still not played it. <laughs> probably, probably fair enough. Like, um, all right. Well, the problem with Destiny is the, the story is completely not a shit. Like, there's no reason to ever pay attention to the story. So I won't something go into about that. wizards from the moon. That's all. I know. Something about fucking spiders at one point, and then fucking wizards and spaceships and all that shit. It's 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 a good game. Um, one of the biggest issues I have is the first. 25 minutes of the game, uh, you wake up, Peter Dinklage comes down to a little robot voice and goes, wake up, you've been dead a little while, let's go on an adventure. And you're like, alright, fuck it, alright, I've got nothing else to do. I wasn't Isn't that how Borderlands 2 starts? <laughs> it is, you, you wake up after a train crash and cut and claptrap. Yeah, Borderlands 2, sorry, yeah, you are absolutely right, yeah. just digging the holes for the bodies. Yeah. Uh, graves, sorry, I shouldn't call them holes, that's what I call them when I'm digging them in my back garden. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so when it comes to this, uh, yeah, so you wake up. And your first gun you get is like this old school, old school like uh, M16. Yeah. So you got a pop at aliens with an M16. You're like, ah, oh, this is great. It feels like there's impact. It's quite nice. Um, and then once you get your first proper, proper weapon, I'm doing air quotes, proper weapon, um, it actually turns out that it's like a laser, like a laser or a rocket launcher or, or a shotgun, any of those things. They just, they, they lack oomph. It's much the same as Halo when you got that pulse rifle. Yeah. You know, the, the alien weapon, it just, it lacked it lacked impact. It just it sounds like a it sounds like fake. It sounds like a toy, um, and it's a lot of the same with the weapons. They just they don't they don't have that impact. And I don't know if it's maybe maybe there's something wrong with my Xbox because you know I did buy it cheap, um, but <laughs> the when vibration you're firing, doesn't it work. doesn't vibrate properly. No. So you know when you fire, you know when you're playing even fucking Call of Duty, which is the toilet paper of fucking games. Like <laughs> literally, that was loosely adapted from from someone's stool. Call of Duty is, um, you know, when you order a burger from McDonald's, but they don't quite make it right and it's a bit flatter than normal. <laughs> it's like condensed. Like it still tastes the same, but it kind of just looks a bit rubbish. Yeah, like... that's Call of Duty. It's, it still fills you up, but <laughs> <laughs> why? Um, but yeah, so so Destiny, it's a it's a great game. The combat is great. Everything's great. Even the vehicles. I love flying around the vehicle. The vehicle sounds great. It sounds like a speeder bike from Star Wars. Like whoop, 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 as you go along, it's like whoop, 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 whoop. that's great. It's really good. Multiplayer's great. There's a lot of competition there. I just feel like it lacks punch. When you're fighting things, when you're firing, it lacks punch. It lacks definition. It hasn't defined itself enough from a game like Halo or a game like... It's a thing Bungie. They've been making those first-person shooters for a long time now. Yeah. Like, and they've perfected combat. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Combat is great. It just lacks lacks impact. If you go back and play Marathon, it's still feel, it's still you can feel the beginnings of Halo in Marathon. Yeah. You're still getting the enemies trying to outflank you. So I've never played Marathon. I played the yeah. original Halo and the original mm. Halo, when you get that pistol and you first fire off a couple of shots from that pistol, it's fucking fantastic. That pistol is, that is impact. That's like a magnum. It's like, yeah, just bang, bang. And it's fantastic. In this, you get a pistol and it's a hand cannon and it sounds great, but there's just, it's just something about it. It just doesn't feel like there's an impact. Um, but the game, it's a solid game. It's a really good game. I think I just, I'd recommend maybe, I don't know, Doing something with your ears instead of listening when you're playing it. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to recommend. I'd, I'd recommend the game on the basis that it is a fantastic shooter, but um, yeah. As a multiplayer, single player though. Multiplayer is good. Single player doesn't really exist because everything's multiplayer in there. You yeah. can play it multiplayer. Story doesn't exist. So there's no fucking reason for that. Your generic fucking chisel jaw hero white guy in every or your grey guy. Don't know if that's 
don't know what's going on there. Or your robot guy. Grey people piss me off, man. Yeah. God the way they act, man. They come into towns, they just ruin everything and take our jobs. Take all our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, like I I'd recommend it. I really would. Um get out there, have a go. I'm on there playing it constantly. Um <laughs> I just I just I really wish there was just more of a punch, more of a defined defined voice to it. But yeah, that's my number two. Yeah. You love a number two. I'm going to move on to an anime, um, proving just how up-to-date I am. Um, I've started watching Death Note. I've heard of it. I mean, I heard about it years ago, and I don't think anyone else has heard of it. I think it's pretty obscure. It is pretty obscure, right? Yeah. No one knows a Death Note. Just like the whole yeah. of the whole of our culture. Yeah. Just that's what we base anime on, is yeah. Death Note. No, I've never heard of it. I don't know anyone who's watched it, and I've certainly never reviewed both the films on the film dump um, two years ago. Did you do the live action one? <laughs> yeah, did both of the live action films. God, yeah. they were bad. Yeah, I say both. There's a third one. There's that L yeah, Save uh, the World, zero, which doesn't count. Death Note Zero, well, L Save the, the world. world. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> Apparently that was in the manga, though. They never actually did the... Um, they did it in the manga, but they never animated it, as far as I'm aware. Oh. But, um, yeah. I went about halfway through the series, and it's finally got to the point where it starts feeling like there's characters. Have you seen Death Note? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first about ten or so episodes is nothing but exposition. <laughs> Like, all it is, is it's so in love with the scenario, like the yeah. idea of this notebook that you can kill people with. But even that notebook that you that can kill people with, it's got a convoluted series of rules that they even have to put on the screen between each part of the episode yeah. to remind you what the rules were. If, if I remember rightly, didn't the film do it as well? The like, film, the, no, the film had, it wasn't in the front of the notebook. Didn't it have the rules in the front oh, of the Oh, yeah, yeah, he opens yeah. it up and every night, but you see him during the film, I'm sure he did. Probably in subtitles, because yeah. I can't read Japanese, oh, so yeah, I don't know what told they, don't, they knew they were the rules, but he probably opened it and then they'd be yeah. on the screen. But there's like, it's like for the first ten episodes, there's conflict avoidance going on. Like, his father is the chief of police, yeah. and there's no mention, like, for ages, no conflicts between them. He's not trying to outsmart his father for the first few episodes. No. He's just like, I'm going to my room, I'm going to study. Could be his arrogance, like, yeah. coming through, but you'd think, like... There would be some. They could have played with that and done something. Yeah. Um, the first point where it really starts to come up as a conflict is when they're surveilling the house, yeah. and um, yeah, and Light Lightodes has to. Um, I'm not Light. That's the wrong. Right, I shouldn't use Des at the end of the sentence. I'm no. messing up my Japanese. But um, I don't know any Japanese, so it's all yeah, good. fine. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he does a com. <laughs> He's been surveillance like crazy. He's got a demon with him called a Shinigami. Which um, spies and everything, which um, looks more realistic in the anime than it did in the film, oddly, because <laughs> in the film he was just this computer-generated oh, yeah, like, puppet. Like, it looked like a PS2 game. It looked like you know when you have those um, TV shows when they have a CGI presenter and it's some yeah. guy. It's Max yeah. Headroom. Yeah, like, that's, that's where it started. <laughs> it looked more realistic than no, less, less realistic than Max Headroom. Yeah. But, um, that's because Max Headroom was a real guy from Marvel. Yeah, God. Matt Frewer, man. It was, yeah, yeah. from uh, Dust Your, No, yeah, uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Oh God, he yeah, played the dead. he's in everything. And Zack Snyder yes. loves him. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, it's the fact the first ten episodes is just painful. Yeah. After that point you get to a moment where El has introduced himself to Light. Mm-hmm. Um so there's a bit more conflict going on between the two there. You can't tell what their actual real motives is, so there's something going on. Light starts working on the case to find Kira, who is who he is. Yeah. In reality. Um and then eventually Misa's involved, which is like a a model who's been given another death note so she's obsessed with him yeah um she glomps him in one scene that's <laughs> like you don't get many glomps in you know when a girl jumps on a character in a japanese anime and oh, runs yeah. up to hug him yeah yeah she glomps him in the middle of the street glomps him. yeah that's a weird phrase 
is a weird phrase. Where'd that come from? But yeah, it feels like it's starting to go somewhere now. But for the first, that first half of the series is just painful. Like he goes from being someone who picks up the death note and goes, "This is silly." Oh no, it works. To having his entire polemic decided. He wants to destroy the world. He wants to kill all the bad people. He wants to be yeah. a god of the new world and all this sort of stuff. Um, and he's decided that in one episode. <laughs> Like, Do you not? Um, one thing that I really and, and sorry to interrupt you. One thing I really, really hate about Death Note, and this is something that I just fucking despise the series for. It was like the police go, "That man's had a heart attack." Killer, <laughs> just yeah. murderer did this. Yeah, killer. <laughs> yeah, he's someone killed that man. <laughs> Do you want to find them now? I don't know why he's Italian, but yeah, yeah. like yeah, essentially, it just like they jump from man having a heart attack to serial killer. Yeah. In the space of an episode. I can't tell if up to the point where I've got to, if they figured out that Kira can decide how they die. I know they can figure out, like, yeah. he can delay the time, but I don't know if they figured out that suicide and things like that is possible. If he doesn't put anything down, isn't it just a heart attack? Yeah. And then if he puts down how they die... If he puts something down that would be impossible for them to ac- accomplish, then it's a heart attack as well. Oh, really? Yeah, but they haven't figured out if... Because he can make people get shot or something like that, or yeah. he can write down that they were in an accident and it kills them, which is how the guy on the bus dies. But... I don't think anyone figured out yet that he's capable of doing that oh. by this point. So I'm I'm a bit lost now on that point. But I'm going to keep watching it. It's like Superman. Superman 3, turn back time. <laughs> oh, Superman films. I will defend the memory loss kiss in Superman 2. <laughs> the date rape kiss. Yeah, because that was in the comics. That was yeah. in the 60s and 70s comics. Well, could you like, could you theoretically yeah. asphyxiate someone to the point where their brain cells just pop? Superman could um, suck their brain, yeah, suck, suck right. the air out from around yeah, them. And then they'd afis- uh, asphyx- yeah. asphyxi- asphyxiate and then lose that brain cell. just like pops. The one thing that bugs me with Superman 2, though, more than this um, memory loss kiss, is the fucking cellophane S. Um, when he pulls the cellophane off his shirt and throws it. That's not a Superman power. That bugs me more. But back to Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I digress. Um, I think the series is picking up now. I don't think I'm enjoying it as much as other animes that I'm catching up with recently, like um, Kill the Kill, which I've only watched a few episodes of, but it's consistently mental. Never seen it. Yeah, worth watching, because it's basically about a girl who gets a demon costume that eats her blood to keep her going, but it's also slightly perverted demon costume, and it exposes a lot of underboob. <laughs> watching that yeah no, go for cool. any other animes you're currently um, watching Dead Man it? Wonderland I just finished okay how is that because I was going to watch that fucking awesome oh really like, I'm that's actually... all the blood and stuff right yeah it's, like, yeah. Yeah, it's yet another <laughs> anime I've seen three this year where a core component of the anime is self-mutilation is awesome because <laughs> Kill the Kill's got that as well and oh. Attack on Titan they've oh, yeah. all got yeah all of them seem to love self-mutilation love but um Dead Man Wonderland. I'm adding this as extra. Death Note score seven point four. Um, <laughs> att- um, Six point four. Seven point four. Yeah. Next one's eight point four. Don't worry, guys. Dead Man. <laughs> Dead Man Wonderland has a really stupid concept. Yeah. It plays it dead seriously. Yeah. But it also has the silly moments in there as well. There's the silly characters, the silly things. Yeah. It's doing everything as serious as it can, but it's like what I remember from nineties anime. Where they would take a really dumb concept and play it for straight. Yeah. But it's still fun. Because Dead Man Wonderland, essentially the storyline is the main character, Ganta, is. Um, Ganta. Ganta Des. <laughs> <laughs> you always say Ganta Des. Um, no idea. He gets, mur- he gets accused of murdering his entire classroom in a massive dismemberment fee yeah. spree. And he gets put in a prison. Now, when, he's a- when everyone in his class is killed, he sees this guy in red put a crystal in his chest. And now he's in this prison. This prison is also a theme park. And the idea is, is that the prisoners entertain 
people who come to the theme park. The theme park patrons. Yeah, and the money that's raised from that goes into rebuilding Tokyo, which was destroyed ten years prior by a massive, great big red explosion thing. Um, what people Could don't link to the blood. Yeah, what people don't realise is that deep inside this prison is a whole bunch of gladiatorial contests being held on the internet for people, and everyone can use their blood to attack people. So Ganta can fire blood like bullets. Okay. Um, there's one character called Senji who's basically... He reminds me of... Was his name Rurano Azola from One Piece? The guy who always had the sword in his mouth? I actually never watched One Piece. Oh. There's a character in One Piece. Always, I'm sure it's Rurano Azola. I think it's the only name I remember from that. Oh, apart from Luffy. Um, <laughs> Luffy. But he can cut, he cuts his arms open and blades come out of his arms. Like Guyver. And he starts no, fighting with them. No, that's like that fucking... Um, what was that game where the guy had demon... He had appendages. that were, He was cut up by a demon. Dororo. Is it Dororo? Yeah, it's He a, was cut up by a demon and he had blades in place of where his limbs were. Yeah. And his organs were replaced with that's clockwork. That's awesome. That's a, that's um, a great game. That's a great Tezuka anime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, fuck yeah there's a film of that. Is it? Yeah, I've reviewed it on Film Dump. What, live action? Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> I'm not going to watch yeah. it though. But um, yeah, that's a cool thing. Is all, he has all his body parts replaced by demons. But mm. yeah, this Senji's got blades that cut his arm. There's another girl who she pulls her earrings out mm. and she gets like blood whips that hit people coming from her ears and her hair. So her hair turns into blood. Um, so it's very much blood focused. But it is genuinely enjoyable. It has an awesome theme tune. <laughs> like it is so. Wait, are we talking? Are we talking Beyblade and Pokemon level theme tune? No, nah, we're talking like um, turn of the century new metal. Okay. It's actually even sung by an American artist. It's like, yeah. Um, and it's all set over to images of characters dancing around sort of sexily with their tongues out and stuff. Hot. Yeah, but the anime's good. Um, it's probably the first anime I've seen since Gantz, which I've like genuinely felt was unpredictable. And like, another anime filled with like violence. Yeah. It's really violent. But Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, Dead yeah. Man Wonderland, um, 12. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Stratospheric. Yeah. Speaking of Gans, did you watch live action films of Gans? No, I need to see them. Oh god, they're atrocious. Yeah, you know, like you know, um, there are certain elements. We're going to quickly go to Gans now. Just two seconds. Gans. Like, Gansa. Um, there's, there's there's an alien in Gans. Um, Gans is a film about a bunch of people that are re. Um, they're dead. Yeah, they're reborn um, in a room with a sphere, and it essentially sends them out on missions to kill aliens. Um, it's really simple concept. Really nice. There's conflicts, conflicts of interest within there because there's friends that are related and there's people that are related and stuff. Um, but that beside, the first alien they encounter is this thing that's obsessed with leeks. Is it leeks or onions or potatoes or what is it? It's onions, a, I think. It's yeah. onions. So yeah. it's obsessed with onions and it turns out it's this big green onion looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but it looks awful. In the, in the, in the anime, it looks, personally, it looks unintimidating and it looks awful. Um, instead of just rewriting that a little bit for the live action film, and making it so it's a little bit more grounded. Because I understand the concept isn't grounded. But yeah. on a budget, you want to make it grounded so you can just chuck... You want to make a uniform person. design ethic. Yeah. You want to make Avatar, but without the budget. So no stilts yeah. or ears or anything. It's blue paint. <laughs> and they went the full whack. They made a digital version of that monster and made a big one that's practical effects. Yeah. And um, it looks fucking atrocious. I need to watch it. It looks so bad. It's something I want to cover on Film Dump eventually. Yeah, no. It's, um, yeah. I, I mean, I recommend it just if you've seen the anime, if you read the if you read the manga, then it's a good book. How long is this so far? We've done 24 minutes. 24 minutes? Yeah. We're rolling through this. Yes. I've only knocked off two things off my list, so it's your choice now. Oh, is it? Yeah. One review is going to be really short. Which one's that? I'll tell you when you get there. Oh, yeah, no, fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, what things to be from? Um, all right, Sleepy Hollow, the TV program, came out for season two in America. There are two episodes in, I think, in America now. Oh, there's I've a, seen there's it. There's a third episode on 
tonight in America. Um, probably not tonight, so this morning. Um, is, is it one of those attempts to copy Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, but in modern setting? No! Uh, yeah, really interesting. Um, one of my friends actually knows one of the actors in it, which is really interesting, but I'm... Show off. <laughs> I know a girl was going out with one of the guys from Outnumbered. In your face. <laughs> one of the kids from Outnumbered. Holy shit, how young is this one? She's about 18. She's going out with Tiger, the oldest kid. Oldest oh. guy. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> that, that segue was Name a bit disturbing. Yeah. Name dropping. Um, but anyway, so um, so yeah, it's it's the standard story. Ichabod Crane fought the Headless Horseman, but it's all set within the American Revolution or Civil War. I remember. It's one of those one of those yeah. foggy bits of history from 200 years ago that no one cares about in England. Cause, yeah, there's, there's yeah. no history in America. <laughs> no history except for murder. The last 400 people. years, ignore that, and what have you got? Um, <laughs> other than being a prick, um, the series is actually great. Um, so... What happens is that um, it's not too much of a spot to tell you this because it's the premise of the show. Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> it's Sleepy Hollow. So Ichabod Christopher Crane, Walken. Ichabod Crane was battling the Headless Horseman, not Christopher Walken. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I love Christopher Walken. Uh, but no, Ichabod Crane is battling the Headless Horseman, and they both they both fall on the battlefield. Now this is before the Headless Horseman is horse is headless. Oh. He has a mask and he's like a demonologist, or he's working with demonologists. <laughs> So him and him and Ichabod Crane are felled by each other's swords, and they land on the ground, and there is blood, and the blood mixes, and they both get put in this sort of stasis. Um, whilst Ichabod is in stasis, he well, they just basically they're dead. They, for all intents and purposes, they are dead. They get buried. Um, Ichabod gets buried, um, and is just left because they assume that he's not going to come back. Um, the headless swordsman is prepared for a ritual where he loses his head. They separate to use his power and keep him under the influence of a demon. Can't remember the name of the demon. Anyway, fuck it. Alright, what happens is after that, Ichabod wakes up in present day, he gets um he meets up with this this lady who's a who's a police detective, um, or lieutenant as he calls her, um, <laughs> who was under the tutelage, tutelage, um, yeah. of Clancy Brown. Yeah, the cool. Kurgan. Yeah. The fucking Kurgan. Nice. Um from Highland. <laughs> also, uh Krusty Krabs, uh Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Yeah, he plays Mr. Krabs. Um Clancy Brown does loads of voice work, man. Yeah, Clancy Brown's awesome. But um but so he plays the police chief who um who basically who trained her and took her from being a, a rough young girl into like this this um this, Do you like rough young girls? I love them. Um uh, <laughs> but it takes her and turns her into a, a sort of a police police officer. Um and he, it turns out that he was embroiled in this sort of demonologist thing. We find that out in the first episode. And Ichabod and this lady band together, and she's driven by the memory of this man who is almost like a father figure. He's driven by his need to save his wife from purgatory because she was trapped there by these demonologists who are living forever and being dicks for years. Um, and it's like a monster of the week. It's like a procedural show mixed, mixed in with monster of the week. So, you know, like CSI mixed in with something else. Yeah. There's no forensic side of things. Instead, it's just the procedural side so it's like oh we've got evidence points to this bad do it and then they go and investigate and they talk to people um it's great it's really good it's uh unexpectedly good i expected just completely like shit uh, but what i got was an enjoyable hour of tv per week and i mean it's continuing on season two now um and yeah i'm looking forward to uh looking forward to watching it there's um, a lot of this like horror tv now isn't there there is a lot of horror tv i mean this is american Dawn, horror dust to Dawn, so fucking bad i envy the yeah. blind yeah. <laughs> um, and the deaf because it was loud as well that's yeah. the fucking worst thing um, but any yeah. program or film that tries to replace Tom Savini with Gary Busey's son it's going to be a bad time Gary Busey's son what, the guy Jake from, Busey yeah from Starship Troopers <laughs> yes he replaces Tom Savini as Sex Machine okay <laughs> yeah think, like, let's like, kill this fucking band yeah, did you say that let's get out <laughs> yeah bud yeah <laughs> Bugs Bunny jokes aside, because of Jake Busy. Um, 
all in all, it's a great shirt. It's really fucking recommended. I wouldn't recommend Dusty Dawn. I recommend Sleepy Hollow. I'd give that, like, I would actually give Sleepy Hollow an eight and a half. I'd give Dusty Dawn a two, because I fucking love the original film, but what they did with the series was just, they've given it the accordion, the reverse accordion effect. So, you know, um, how they've done with The Hobbit. The yeah. Hobbit is a 300 page book at best. Yeah. Alright, slow readers will take a week. Yeah. But somehow they've made, so a script per page is a minute. Yeah. It's usually the case. So yeah. they've made three three-hour-long films out of a book that's 300 pages. Books when they're transferred over should be about three hours, 300 pages. Yeah. They've made it a nine-hour epic, and it's just given it this reverse accordion effect where you've got this thing that's been stretched out, it's elongated, and between these like these constr- this, this construction of the accordion, there's just air. There's nothing. And the film just adds in these vapid excuses for people to go on CGI adventures, and it's ridiculous. The end result is the noise an accordion makes when it's stretched apart. It yeah. Uh, yeah. And then at the end, like they have the nerve spoilers. I'm going to spoil the Hobbit too because fuck that movie. Spoil the third one. What happens at the end of the Hobbit? <laughs> yeah, it gets home, doesn't it? <laughs> it gets home and has a rest. Yeah. Um, but no, fuck. Um, yeah, the second film, the Hobbit film. For anyone who hasn't seen this, I'm sorry. It's probably best to spoil it for you though. Um, there's 45 minutes of people philandering about in a mine with a dragon and making a giant gold statue that melts for some fucking reason. Um, don't ask me why. They're dwarfs and they like gold apparently. Um, racist. Um, and then racist. Racist. Um, and then they go and they decide that you know they can't defeat the dragon, so it fucks off. Voiced by Ke- Be- uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it fucks off, and then uh, and then as it's flying towards the village, you see this village, and you know that Stephen Fry's there. And there's just Stephen the, Fry. Stephen Not Fry being a character, just Stephen Fry. Doing coke on top of a steeple. <laughs> That's controversial. Talking about bumming. <laughs> Talking about bumming and cocaine. <laughs> what is that accent? Um, but anyway, yeah, so Kenneth, he's just flying towards the village. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm deaf. And like, you're watching it and you're like, oh, shit, this is, this is immense. This is what I've been waiting for. Look, Wood Village meets Fiery Beast. Yeah, like the episode and Samurai Jack. Just ends. <laughs> just fucking, yeah, just like the ending of Samurai Jack where he's about to kill Winshu. Aku. Aku. Um, and then it just ends. Just ends. And then shit. like, it's like a trailer for the third film. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Speaking of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> which I know very little about. Segway. Shadows of Mordor, and you've been playing this as well. What number is it? Um, I don't know what number it is. You're number, number three is. now, aren't Yeah, I'm on my third review, yeah, but we're going to get so. Shadows of Mordor out of the way. This is your three, my four. Yeah. Um, I played an hour and a half of it last night, and we did record it, myself and my buddy Paul, who appears on Mellow Gaming from name time dropping. to time. Yeah, name-dropping Paul. How's it going, Paul? You're probably the only person who might listen to this. <laughs> Did you peak the audio? Time. You peak the audio like fuck there, man. Sorry, but yeah, um, Shadows of Mordor. It's Assassin's Creed, Batman, Arkham City in the Lord of the Rings universe, but it's not shit. It's like I'm kind of enjoying it. Like I enjoyed the hour and a half I played of it, and it's violent as fuck. Yes. <laughs> it's really violent. I have got I have I have this section on my list as well, and I've just put lines for shit that I'm reviewing. So yeah. Um, my line for this was ass ass in the rings. <laughs> ass ass in the rings. <laughs> what what in the butt? <laughs> what, what in the butt indeed? Yeah. Um, yeah, it literally. I mean, it it follows the Ubisoft archetype design method. Like ten minutes in, literally ten minutes in, because it was the, exactly at the end of our first episode into our second one. Um, you're in a tower and you've captured a tower and it tells you what's around it. Ubisoft design. 
pure Ubisoft. I love that Fuck design. Right, Even the crew has towers to capture. It's a driving game and you have to capture fucking towers. Do you just drift around the towers. They're like, another, like you, you know, like one of those car parking garages. <laughs> you've got to drift around. You it drive up to the tower. It goes to a cutscene where your car skids, and then you get a zoom out of the map, and it populates the map just like in Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. And Splinter, does Splinter Cell have towers? No, because Splinter Cell's not open world. It does. Oh, it will do no. eventually. They'll get it. Probably has like hack points. You know, like they do a lot of hacking yeah. now. This segue, an idea I had the other day when I saw his mate. Do you remember the original version of Splinter Cell um, Conviction when they yeah. first showed it off? Do you think that turned into Watch Dogs? No. No, do you remember when they originally showed it? It was you walking around a city. Yeah, I remember. And you, you were, were like, some disheveled guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you no. think that... I reckon that became Watch Dogs. No, because you remember what Splinter Cell Conviction the whole point was, don't you? What? Like, it wasn't tech. So it was the oh. opposite of tech. So it was like, um, you would know key people and you would have like pictures of key people and to avoid being de- detected, you wouldn't have any gadgets. Yeah. So instead, excuse me, um, you would go around. Where was it set, though? Was it set in Chicago? No, probably not. New York. I don't know. I reckon New- well, Watch Dogs may have been, at one point, they may have gone, let's turn this into Assassin's Creed. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever feel like in games, sorry, segue again, do you ever yeah. feel like in games, like they just get like random people like Roy the taxi driver? And like, you've got like, you're like, this man has information. And it's just the wrong person. Someone set you the wrong picture. It's like a fuck up on the DVLA. I like the, <laughs> the Shadows of Mordor, the interrogations in it. Literally ripped rip from Batman Arkham City. But at least they tell you something and then you choose who you want to think. Because that nemesis system's quite cool where you've got the. I like the nemesis yeah, system. Yeah, because when you pick out who you want to find out about, if you kill that person, someone else rides through the ranks. If they kill you, they rise through the ranks. Um, there is, I did manage to make that happen during the video. Yeah. I got killed. I went and killed a captain and another one was there at the same time and I got killed by him. One thing that pissed me off is I, um, I think I've got short man syndrome in games. <laughs> short what? Short man syndrome in games. <laughs> What's that? Well, you know, like, um, like little guys are always a bit more punchy. Yeah. Which was the excuse for Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I'm in a game, like this is when I first saw Skyrim, I did the same thing. Like when I first saw Skyrim um, as a game, as a concept, um, I was like, oh god, you know, like, this dragon's gonna come down, and I imagine this dragon coming down like in Dragonheart, but without the Sean Connery. I would have had Sean Connery. And the, and the wings are going and they're pushing air towards you and you're like, oh god. Ah. I wouldn't be the guy who ran off and tried to get out his knife and got stealth points on it. I'm always mm. the guy who gets the sword and goes, have at thee. Yeah, I don't play stealth. <laughs> and I go mad. I literally, and I was just in my I, in my head, I was just like, I know exactly what I'm going to do there. All the stills where he had the knight and he had the sword and the dragon's there and it's like getting ready to blow fire. Every time I had I was just like, I'm going to fucking brain that thing. I'm going to do that thing in. Um, and, uh, I get the same, I get the same thing in Shadows of Mordor, because I went around a corner and there was this massive, like, um, rancor. Rancor pit monster, <laughs> yeah. Rancor. Yeah, yeah, I saw that at the start. It just looks like <laughs> a rancor. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, fuck it, that's a rancor. Yeah. Um, I went around the corner and I saw this thing and I was like, yeah, man! <laughs> and, like, pulled out this sword. <laughs> I was shit at the game, so I don't know why I had such bravado. I think I, think I annoyed Paul at one point, because I completely ignored following Smeagol, and I realised that there was a group of, um, Fuck that guy. <laughs> enough of him. Is he voiced by Andy Serkis in this? No, he's had six movies. Yeah. Fucking die. But, um, he melted, didn't he? Yeah, I saw a group of enemies walking away, and I was like, I reckon I could stealth kill all of these without like one of them noticing. And it has got that stealth kill film where not one of the guys in the group will go, hang on, someone's just choked to death. <laughs> you can walk up behind them and kill them. But I'm really enjoying it. As much as it is derivative and... 
it is identical, and I've got the feeling the reason they've not put Lord of the Rings in the title is that if they ever lose the Lord of the Rings license, they can call it generic fantasy adventure Shadows of Mordor's, and like change the name slightly. Because Shadows of Morrowind. Oh god, yeah. no, the Skyrim guys are up. It's actually making me. I don't want to buy a PS4 for it because I still don't have a next gen console or current gen now. Mm. But I might buy it on Steam when it's seventy five percent off yeah. because Warner Brothers is probably one of the worst developers out there, and I don't publishers out there, and I don't want to give them any money. Mm. <laughs> I want to give them as little money as possible. It's like giving money to EA, isn't it? Yeah. So. Hey, I work for EA, man. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> Job dropping. Um. Yeah. But Shadows of Mordor, I'm I'm enjoying it. My score would be seventy four. Boom. Okay. Mm. What was, score would you get? Um, yeah. Well, I have a different opinion of it to you. Yeah. Um, I don't mind stuff that doesn't try to be anything special as long as what it's doing it does well. Like G.I. Joe Retaliation. It's not doing anything well, special, but it does what it does well. Yeah, I really like G.I. Joe. Yeah, we watched it last night. But um, <laughs> my problem my problem with uh, Shadows of Mordor, it's um it's that you've taken um you've taken things that have been just successfully done in a way that, you know, um they've realised, oh look, this needs more, this needs more. Um, the, the Nemesis system aside, that's fantastic. I actually really like that. That's hmm. that's a piece of development that I feel is going to be utilised in a lot more games. Not just yeah. this. We're going to see. You can take much. control of enemies, can't yeah. you, and build them up through the ranks. I mean, we're going to see like that, that in a lot more stuff. But hmm. um, my like problem with the game is that it does stuff well, hmm. but it doesn't do stuff in a way that's great. Yeah, the combat in Arkham City has a rhythm to it. And this doesn't have the rhythm. No, this has no rhythm because yeah. you'll have you'll have two enemies come up to you, and you can slice two enemies. You can get the third one coming up behind you, and it's about to give you a hit. And you can turn around, you can press the hit button, and you do this like kick that's really quick. Yeah. And you just don't need to block. I do like that you don't have to unlock. That you, um, you can block when you're executing someone. If someone's yeah. attacking you, you can instantly block. I like that. That's a good point. Because um, I don't think that happened in Arkham City. No, Arkham City, you had to yeah. carry on with the, the yeah. execution, didn't you? Um, well, execution, right? <laughs> yeah. Knockout. With the, yeah, the slap to the face. Yeah. How long the until they do a Batman game in the Arkham City mold where you're evil Batman and you kill everyone because blood's cool? Well, that's why I was mentioning. Um, segue. Um, yeah. That's why I was mentioning. Scooter. The, the Flashpoint. Um, the Flashpoint, Flashpoint paradox. Paradox. That was yeah. The Flashpoint paradox. Um, in that, Batman isn't Batman. Batman is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It, uh, sorry, no. Batman is Bruce Wayne's father. Thomas oh yeah, yeah, Wayne. yeah, yeah. Um, Elseworlds ver- yeah. F two version. Yeah. That's it. Because. Because Bruce Wayne was killed in the alley instead of his parents. Yeah. And his mum is the Joker. Yeah. Which is great. I thought it was fantastic. And Batman in that world just shoots people, throws people off of buildings. I was yeah. like, finally. That's Tim the hero. Batman. That's the hero we deserve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want people getting out again. Yeah. Like, it's only so long and you've just become like a self-fulfilling prophecy when you're releasing Does he still have a moustache in that? Moustache. So <laughs> I remember um, I see a picture of like the Bruce Wayne always has a Bruce Wayne's yeah, dad always a has a moustache. Yeah, one, the Frenchy one. Yeah. No, he doesn't know. He doesn't oh, know. Like... But he is like he's grey skinned for some reason, oh. and he's drinking all the time. <laughs> he has a hip flask and cargo pads. Awesome. Um, it's actually great. It's really his, cool. His wife's the Joker, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the the segue is that just that that's the kind of that's the kind of Batman that they will eventually do. I feel like they will eventually get to the point because DC do better games than Marvel. Yeah, but Marvel do better films. I think Marvel get the tone of Marvel comics across in their games quite well, but the DC games kind of sometimes they're a bit sort of they've got their own tone just for that game. I think DC have just been cultivating a bunch of mm. different fucking universes. Yeah. So if someone says oh, I don't like Superman, well, here's Russia. Yeah. Where Superman. does Arkham City take place in? Because the idea was that they did those seventeen worlds, didn't they, or something like that? 
What and Arkham... each game would take place in one of them. Everything they did would take place in one of those worlds. Oh, well, like Star, well, Starman would take yeah. place in there. Like Young Justice takes place in Earth 16, I think it was, or something like that, or Earth 1. I don't know. I don't know. No, nor do I. But um, DC's pretty complicated. But I think they've just cultivated all these different environments so they can, if like someone says, oh, this game would be great if you could shoot people. Oh, fuck it. Here's Batman from Earth 6 and he uses guns and he shoots people. Yeah. You know, they've just, they've got all that, that there ready to go. And that's why they can make such, such game, like, well, such good games that have such a, such a different, diverse idea. Yeah. Um, often they are cack, but they're less cack than Marvel games. Yeah. Yeah. But Marvel games have been made by Activision for the last few years. That's true. Not anymore. God, Tony Hawk's. I hold up Marvel Heroes is actually a decent game. It's made by Lego. <laughs> Marvel Heroes. No, I mean not Lego one. Marvel Heroes, the MMO RPG. Oh, the MMO. Um, the yeah, it'd be Diablo. Great you, it'd be great if you could just use a pad, <laughs> yeah. though. Like on X-Men Legends. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance with one character. Yeah. That's all you need. It's just to be able to use a pad. Yeah. It's, not click- it's not quick enough when you can click. It's Do you not- like um, in Shadows of Mordor how like everything is Assassin's Creed? <laughs> when you dive off the building well that's the thing like diving off a building feels really just it feels like it has no issue like, I just, it, just, it doesn't feel like something that's, that's epic yeah. and interesting it feels like it's just like well, oh I'm jumping off the you turn into the ghost wraith thing as you um, fall, down. fall down but what happens to what's his face's body does it break his legs as soon as he lands and... well that's what I was thinking if you could just turn into a wraith and be like super powerful and not have to take damage would you not just be the wraith the whole yeah. time I don't know enough about Lord of the Rings to even know if it's called a wraith <laughs> it's an elf dead elf well, here we're setting the precedent. Yeah. We are setting the precedent for yeah. what those things are called. I think we should just whatever we say now is law and canon. Yeah, I think yeah. this is this is canon for us. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings. Clearly, people don't understand <laughs> we're that, that we're the most meandering people in the world. So we'll go from point. To I've point never to actually, the I've never actually watched all the Lord of the Rings films. I've Not watched, right. yeah, right. I've watched the first one. I do plan after the third Hobbit film has come out, I will cover all six Lord of the Rings films on film dump in whatever order I feel like. It might be Tarantino order. So any well, any yeah, order, um, like but I've tried watching Fellowship of the Rings three times and fallen asleep each time, and I've never I've watched the whole film, yeah, but I've never seen it from start to finish without passing out, and I watched the bit in Two Towers where it's they threw. <laughs> I saw the bit in Two Towers where they throw Gimli and Gimli's like throw me and Orlando Bloom's like okay and they throw him over the thing. Orlando Bloom is a bit of a bit of a. Bit of a ledge right now. <laughs> I feel like Orlando Bloom. Yeah. If I was gonna, there was a there was an incident recently where Orlando Bloom was gonna punch um punch. Oh yeah, Justin Bieber in the face. Justin Bieber, yeah. And I would love to see Legolas fight Justin Bieber. <laughs> Just like, give him a bow and arrow. Would he like give Justin Bieber a microphone? Jump on Justin Bieber's back, slide <laughs> down him, decapitate <laughs> him. A secondly, like, a sudden second what he'd do is Justin he'd, Bieber appears. Stage and he'd fire an arrow from the crowd, and it would fly. It would careen over all these people, and it would hit Justin Bieber in the forehead. And then he'd hit like a wall of lights, and the yeah. lights would explode like in an eighties film. Yeah. It would just explode in sequence. Yeah. And yeah, that's the entire film directed no, by just, Justin Lin. No, do uh, that. Do that fifty <laughs> times in a film. But yeah. Do it from multiple angles and sometimes in slow motion, and occasionally with strange trance music. Can that be the next Justin Bieber film? <laughs> never say die. Yeah. It would never say never, and there's the sequel. Never say die. Yeah. But it'll be never say. Comma and we'll include it in all the times when Justin Bieber's racist to people when he spits off buildings at his fans. Yeah, occasionally, occasionally we'll have picture in picture. Like yeah. corners, we'll have moments where he degrades into an animalistic yeah. monster, and it will just be like him spitting in fans yeah. and pissing. So him. the actual first true depiction of Justin Bieber. Yeah, it'd be Justin Bieber, true too. Justin um, Bieber score zero. We're already making enemies. Yeah, we just started. Anyway, Shadows of Mordor. It's uh, it's it's. It's like Marmite, love it or hate it, it's there. It's uh, probably worth having a look at. Yeah, if I'd you want it, inventive, say, it's not for yeah. you. I'd say rent it, Yeah. and if I was going to give it a score, I'd say... Do you know what it really reminded me of? 
Viking Battle for Asgard. No, God no, fuck that game. Fuck it, that game's good. That game isn't good. You're bad. Alright, okay, look. 9.8. <laughs> any game, any game where it feels like you're a lump of lead that's steadily rolling around him. Is awesome. You can't jump. Rock of you? Ages? Yeah, no, you can't jump, no. <laughs> you climb over things. They didn't, they didn't evolve to have no. jumping powers. But it's the open world, you have a target and you can approach all these different yeah, things around it, it to You call it an open it. world, I call it a field with two boxes. Yeah, yeah. And they were the castles. Yeah. Yeah. I like Viking Battle for my score. <laughs> it's an alright game. I'll give it all. Yeah, right what was your score for Shadow of Mordor? Shadow of Mordor, I'll give like a 6.8. Yeah. I'm keeping to those, keeping to those single digits. C+. <laughs> yeah. Your next review, your next. No, 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 it's you next, because I did Shadow of Mordor as well. So you no, you get to carry on. I've got two left. Fuck you. Alright, let's see what I've got. You've got a longer list than me. You do more <laughs> than me. I have to work. Uh, yeah, I have to work as well. Jesus. I probably <laughs> work more often than you. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so my number four, five, whatever on now, um, is uh, is a new series called Zed Nation. Zed is it about to do with zombies? It's something to do with zombies. Of course it is. Where where is a man going to get his entertainment in the zombie world? If he's looking for something slightly more light-hearted and made by Asylum. Um, the Zombie Land TV series that never actually got done. It by was the way, fucking I'm, atrocious. That's why the noises you can hear is the Glenfiddich on pouring. Do you want more? Um, because yeah, right. I've got to get through this bottle eventually. Let's review Glenfiddich. No, let's not review Glenfiddich just yet. Let's wait until we finish the bottle. Because it's always the bottom that tastes the worst. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, Zed Nation, episode one. Um, loose, loose plot. Oh, yeah, reviewing things. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> We're not just talking into a microphone, trying to seduce people that aren't here. Um, Zed Nation. So, what to say about Zed Nation? It's made by Asylum, those fantastic people that make those mockbusters. I've reviewed um, one Asylum film and I refuse to review any more. Oh, if you want my opinion of Asylum, search for review number two on Film Dump, I think it might be. God, going back to classic film. Oh, it might be six, actually. Um, Titanic 2. Classic um, a 3,000-word rant on what is wrong with Asylum and why they are destroying the film industry. See, this is your problem. You spend too much time writing reviews. I have 550 words at most. <laughs> 1,200 for me. Oh, really? On average. Jesus. But I've hit 3,000 multiple times. Yeah. But yeah, Asylum TV so, series. Yeah, Asylum TV series called Zed Nation. So essentially it's a film starring Scott Everett from American Wealth in Paris. Oh, shit. And Dead Man on Campus. I think wow. that's his name. Is it Scott Everett? Yeah, that's like... If you're creeping the bottom of the barrel, you may as if you can't get a former big name star who's now hit rock bottom, you may as well get someone who never even removed from rock if bottom. You can't get Zach Morris <laughs> from Safe by the Bell. Go for his co star from Dead Man on Campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, anyway, man. you just reminded me. I want to watch that Safe by the Bell biopic. Oh yeah, shit yeah. I've Need to get that. Twenty-five year uh, anniversary. Yeah, uh, but yeah. let's stop advertising because no one's paying us. Yeah, Zed thing. Um, so Zed, Zed Nation. Cars. Yeah, Zed Nation. So it's, yeah, Scott Everett plays a small town sheriff who used to be a national guardsman, who uh, is one day, um, one day meets Harold Perrineau who? from Lost, the black guy. Really? Oh, well, not the character, just... No, yeah, not the random <laughs> Harold Perrineau in character from Lost appears. Because that's, that's a good idea. It's <laughs> a great idea. Yeah. Fictional characters interacting. Yeah. I never watched Lost. Who's how? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, him, the actor. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Michael Perrineau. I think it's Perrineau. Um, I hope fucking it is. Because um, we at least want to be accurate when um, <laughs> we're spitting bile at people. Um, he plays a guy who's escorting a man who might be the first reported case of someone being immune to a zombie virus that has struck the world down, not oh, nice. in an apocalyptic, big, massive way, but in a way that affects small country villages 
and basically places where it's cheap so to shoot. I've a always series. had this theory that it would be very difficult for a zombie apocalypse to actually happen unless they ran. Yeah. If they were, st- is it stumbling zombies? No, they. Some of them run. Some of them stumble. Well, it's unrealistic automatically because we're fucked. Rules. Yeah, it's not <laughs> rules. Um, but yeah, so it, yeah, just it seems to occur like a lot of the damage seems to occur in places where it's very cheap to cheap Harold to shoot. Harold Perinal. Yeah, Perinal. Yeah, Perinal. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so he's um, he is escorting someone around who's immune, um, and he's on a mission to get them to California. They're somewhere not California because they need to get. Are they from the east coast to west coast? So this is Judge Dredd and the Cursed Earth. Yeah, probably. Um, cool. Jeez, I don't care. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not associating this. No, with I like anything. the idea. I like the idea of like Oregon Trail, the TV series. It's not like that. <laughs> they try and get from one part of the country to they another. They are, but it's yeah. not like that. So Oregon it's, Trail. It's done with a bit of a tongue in cheek. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. That's it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's done with a bit of a tongue in cheek. Um, the whole time. So before we get into the actual, get to the next bit of the plot. Um, if anyone watched the Zombieland TV pilot, the idea was that the group from Zombieland. We're going around directed by someone who was on a radio yeah. who would essentially tell them where survivors were because they had this eye in the sky, like this omnipotence that is not real. Yeah. Um, and they were able to go around and they found people that were trapped and they went and saved them. Because um, of Bill Murray. Fuckers. <laughs> the one person that's worth saving. Yeah. Um, other than Woody Harrelson, who made it, it's fine. Um, I, I he have loves a, his kids. <laughs> I have a feeling that this... Yeah, poor kid. And I have a feeling that this was... That this was the Zombieland pilot, or this was the Zombieland series, and it was written, and they just adapted it. Yeah. Because it's the same process. DJ Quills plays this character in Alaska. DJ Quills in it. DJ Quills. I'm watching this. No, you're not. That <laughs> dude's underrated as fuck. It's fucking atrocious. Dude, have you seen the new guy? Yeah, it's terrible. That's a brilliant film. It's not. It's a spoof movie clo- loosely wrapped around a he plot. He brings the funk, man. At the end of the film, he's like, what are we going to bring for the party? The funk. The only good person in that film is fucking, um, who's the uh, comedian? The one in prison. He plays the, he has the shitty oh. afro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> anyway. I don't know his name. Anyway, but um, DJ Quills plays a guy who's on the radio and he essentially tells people where survivors are. Um, pff, what to say about this? Jesus. Uh, crap. Uh, it's awful. Uh, but it is a new height for Asylum, who I've only seen about six or seven films by. And every one of them is just the bile that leaks from a fucking rusty wound. <laughs> they are... They are to script writing what fucking Ebola will be to the human race if it spreads any further. They are atrocious. They are... I don't no understand. Way, man. You can't like, touch a, catch Ebola unless you're like, alive. It's alright, because I'm really prone to spitting, so if I get Ebola I can spray it around the world. But no, it's fucking atrocious. It's terrible. Like, um... It, uh, asylum, usually they rate on a 0. 0.4, 0, 0. 0.56. You know, just below a 1 for most yeah. of the films. Um... I I, I'm one tired of people telling me to review Sharknado. Oh, God. I am right. so tired of that. that movie and the sequel. Um, but they did a film a long time ago that had some merit, um, just based on the fact it had Mark Dacascos in it. <gasps> Instant qualifications for good quality, man. It's called I Am a Mega, and can you guess what oh, yeah, it's based yeah, yeah, yeah. on? It's um, I Am Legend. Yeah. Yeah, which right. they're remaking. Yeah, don't know why about that. But um, <laughs> let's ignore that. That's, it. That's movie news. We'll do that at the end. We could do a movie news segment at the end, what we've mm. read in the news. Um, but anyway, this... there's someone in this film called Pisse Pow in Zed Nation. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. yeah, Zed Nation. It's just yeah, that's the plot. Like they're essentially trying to get from one one side of the country to another. I guess it might not be that. It might be from one corner to another corner, or yeah. one bottom to the right. I don't know. You know, on a map, so it'd be north. Sorry, east. Sorry, south to southwest or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't care. Um, it's California. awful. It's terrible. But it does mean that Asylum have finally reached the lofty heights of a 4 out of 10, because that's why I'm giving the pilot. The rest of the series is probably going to be worth very much. I haven't seen any other episodes, but 
from the first episode, I don't hold out much hope. This... If you're looking for something to fill the gap between The Walking Dead, watch anything else. I would recommend... Play Dead Rising 3. Don't even play Dead Rising 3, because Dead Rising 3 was nowhere near as good as Dead Rising 1. Play Dead True, Rising yeah. 1. Um, if Actually, I like the um, you know the download content Case Zero thing they did before Dead Rising 2. Great. That was great, actually. Yeah. The little village. Exactly the right amount of time. Yeah. And it didn't have many boss butt fights. If you did that, <laughs> and you did like cross-country across America, yeah. and that was... If you basically took the plot of, of Z Nation and wrote it well with good characters and some semblance of, of brain matter... You'll probably have that spin-off of Walking Dead they're doing. Well, that's no. That's just going to be the Walking Dead again. That would just yeah, essentially be the I I hold in high regards Walking Dead the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I've the got series. a bunch of them up there, man. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I hold them in high regard. Also, the games. The games are fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I not am... not that rubbish. Cabela's Hunt ripoff. Oh yeah, not Silent. Whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it Survival was. Survival Instinct. Survival Instinct. Nothing based on the TV series. The TV series itself is. Yeah. I'd say it's six out of ten for the whole of the series. Yeah. I hate a lot of the characters, and they, they just kept on people they shouldn't have. Dale died. He should have lost his leg and been pirate. Instead, they kept <laughs> Herschel alive, and Herschel had an unlimited ammo shotgun. References ahoy, but there you go. Um, in in my eyes, the game is perfect. The first... Anyone who hasn't played the first series of the Walking Dead game is an idiot. I've just, not played the second yet. I've only played the, the second, first. yeah, the second, fine. That's, that's passable, because you're emotionally exhausted for ten years after playing the first series. <laughs> um, the first... The first thing that I always come to whenever I'm trying to sell a game to someone, um, I, I'm not a salesman, so I don't do this often. I am. Um, <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, but the first thing I ever say to anyone when I'm trying to sell a game to sell a game like The Walking Dead is I say to them that that there's there's a level of investment. Um, it's not time because time is usually the same. They're, they're scripted, aren't they? So it's like two hours an episode. Yeah, and they're efficiently done, man. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but it's it's investing emotionally into this series of characters um none more so than clementine a small girl that you're the ward of and you have to try and try and keep safe in this atrocious environment this horrible yeah you're training her for life without lee you're not even training her that's the weird thing you don't train her until the fourth episode before but you tell that, us cut her hair you tell us cut, that's yeah. on the train fourth yeah, episode yeah yeah before that you are no sorry third episode yeah. third episode and before that it's just this innocent girl who's her own personality brilliantly scripted um Oh, just fantastic! But there's, it comes to the end, and there's a moment where you where you can say something that's integral to everything that girl amounts to, and what she means to you during that series. And your character, you're invested in this character. You are that person. You present yourself as Lee. So whatever you say, it's what you'd say in those situations. You're not the convicted killer that, or he's not a killer, is he? He's a he's a he killed his ex-wife's boyfriend. Killed well, his ex-wife's boyfriend. Spoilers, yeah. but that doesn't fucking matter because that doesn't make you judge a person. Get better than that, world. <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay no. to kill them. Yeah, it's okay to kill them. I spiked it again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in regards to that, you it comes to the end, and there is everyone I've spoken to that's played this since I've asked them to play it or recommended it. They say the same thing in the end. They they just want to say to this girl, as Lee Everett speaking to Clementine, you want to say, "I love you." You want it to be the end. That's what you want to say. Yeah. You don't you don't want to say anything else. There's there's pedantic lines that you could use. You could say, "Be safe." Be you can choose silence, more. man. Yeah, I love that. You can play for the entire game, never saying a word. Like saying hardly anything but like, everyone says the same thing they want to say I, I love you Claire because you've been through 8 hours of this, no, 10 hours of this journey and you've, you've invested emotionally in this group and that girl and you want her to be safe and you, you can't they hold it away from you it's on a precipice so deep down inside you want to make that choice it's the first time in the game they don't give you an option that you can stand by hmm. and they don't allow you to do that you can take sides in every other argument but that's yeah. the only time they don't give you the option that you want and there is a reason behind that because it's not practical to have emotion in that situation it's brilliant. It's excellent. That's exactly how a game should be scripted. You should think about these things. You should have that option to say 
the things that you need to say and not what you want to say mm. at the very moment that that needs to be the case. And um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's just it's unfathomably good compared to Z Nation, which is uh, I'd give it. A, a is there an emotion 3. in Z Nation? Three point four. There's no emotions. Three point four. Is I, there um, a shot where they've done a necessarily wide, wide shot of a building that they've shot around five times during that day? Oh, no, there's <laughs> my pet peeve in cinema is when you when you have someone go go. We're going to the store now, and they go and they get in a car, and then you see them driving down a the road, then you see them pulling into a shop. <laughs> right, and that's that. You don't need that unless you're Hitchcock. You can't beautifully film a drive yeah. to the shop. Or your what's his face, the guy who did um, Samurai Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Juxtaposition in <Yeah>. that. <laughs> but no, you don't. You don't need to see them. So once you see a person go and open a car door and they get inside, yeah. cut straight to them getting back out of the fucking car at the shop. Unless the experience the of the journey itself is important, like their silence maybe yeah. or something. Like, well, no, even if they're silence, because silence isn't character building to the audience, because we don't know the internal conflicts of the people. Necessarily, um, The Killers, 1930-something film, there's a whole sequence where the characters say nothing. They walk up to a door in silence, they're going to go into the door and kill a guy. The whole of the Pulp Fiction's um, sequence with... Samuel Jackson and John Travolta is a juxtaposition of that. It's about their journey before they get there and they're talking about what's going on. The silence of the killers in that scene is amazing. You've got things like a Buddha souffle as well. At the end you yeah, see yeah. him lying there dead bleeding yeah. and he just does the thing and then she does it as she's walking off. There's yeah. no words. Um, but that's fine. That's, that's, that's silence for a reason. But when someone's sitting in a car and they're looking in the, in the window at their child, they're like, child safe. It's like they've gone, we need a moment where it's reflective. Let's keep a, let's shoot loads of car stuff. No, it's like let's make this ninety minutes, and then they go and they take it to a, to like the MPA, and they're like, "Oh no, cut out the scene where there's a child on fire. Cut that out. We don't want that in there." That's eight minutes of the movie gone. Let's feel some <laughs> eight driving. minutes of a child on fire. <laughs> yeah, just with Jesus music in the background. Jesus I like doesn't that film. live here anymore. <laughs> That's from Strange Wilderness. I just copied the Strange Wilderness six out of ten. Um, but, um, but yeah, in regards to that, it just it's not required, and I think it is just filler. I've gone on a rant for the last what like, five said, What other Asylum films have you seen? I've seen I am I've seen Transmorphers. Have you seen Transmorphers um the second one? The one that's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> the one with Shane Van Dyke in it. No, I have There's a sequence where they go to a room and it's like it's just this grey box room, which I swear I've seen in some of their other films. And one of the characters, her entire input in the thing, even though she's got vital information, her entire input is that she's really hot in this room. So she takes her shirt off, but she's got a vest on underneath, and she's sweating. None of the other characters are sweating. She then hurts her leg, and the rest of the film is her limping as they move around this one warehouse they've shot around yeah. while these CGI robots turn up. Um, but I've seen Transmorphers. I've seen Titanic 2, which is just fucking terrible. I've never seen a film where every single shot of the film has a continuity error in it. <laughs> There's a bit where... Are we talking about big ones or small ones, like the spoons on the wrong side of the car? Um, they, one scene, just not necessarily continuity, but errors in general, but there's one scene where everyone's trying to rush up these stairs. The yeah. raw door they're going into is a lift door. And you know it's a lift door because the, the diagram of the lift mechanism of the lifts and what floors are on there, the map of the hotel they're filming this in yeah. is on the side next to the lift. Um, there's a bit where a character gets crushed between two doors that are automatically shutting on the Titanic 2. Um, so it crushed her. Is this in space as well? No. No, no, no. They went the same route as the original Titanic. Remember Portsmouth to New York? Yeah. Except you can see the Statue of Liberty in the background because they filmed the Titanic 2 at the start of that memorial boat that's in New York. Okay. Um, but she gets crushed between the doors. Yeah. But then the characters just walk through. 
to the other side of it. Um, they go to a medical bay. One of the characters has had a medical trolley fall on her and it's yeah. injured her and she's cut her shoulder open. It's bleeding, which is obviously a vital injury, as we all know. A cut to the shoulder, you're dead. That's, like, um, that's literally, that's where your heart is. Remember <laughs> that they're in the first aid room yeah. and the nurse, they're both nurses, the nurse that's injured and the other nurse is there with Shane Van Dyke, who's rich. Yeah. So her yeah. instant thought is, how am I going to heal his in- her injury? Have you got a credit card? Can I get the credit card from your wallet and hold it over her wound and then we'll strap it down? Instead of maybe using the abundance of medical facilities. Even use in a that fucking room, used sock. You could lift the trolley off her. That trolley that you lift off her, the cabinet that fell on her, probably had exactly what you needed to heal her injuries. In fact, while it fell on her, stuff probably spilled out and would have fallen on her and stitched her up in no time. I think you probably missed the scene where it explained that one of them was a deadly heroin addict. Oh, right. And in that, there was also morphine. So Shane they would have Van opened Dyke. it and they would have started injecting morphine and died. And they were completely healthy at like, the time. The cult of Shane Van Dyke, though, um, possibly one of the most searched for people on my site. Shane Van Dyke is probably second only to the search criteria of Chris Evans with shirt off, which has come up a ridiculous amount of times. And what happened to Jack Black? The most he's, in, he's in sex tape. Not very good. <laughs> I'm not going to review that today. That'll be next week. Right. Should I go on to my next review? Yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, no, uh, Nation Z, just don't fucking watch it. Did, Did you give it a score? Yeah, I give it like 3.5, yeah. 3.6. Sure. Um, my next review, like I said, we're not just going to do films and games and TV. We want to review stuff. Yeah. Um, Morrison's Shea Butter um, Toilet Roll. <laughs> I've heard good things. Yeah. No, you haven't. <laughs> my cousin brought some. My cousin rents a room from me. She brought some the other day because we were in desperate need of toilet roll. Um, it is the worst toilet roll I have come across since Sainsbury's own brand economy toilet roll, which was very rough on my buttocks. <laughs> why, is this, why is this something that people want to hear? This is something that worries me. Here's the problem with Shea Butter Toilet Roll. Like a lot of those ones that are infused with some sort of balm in order to provide softness, um, it's a slightly weaker toilet roll. But Andrex Aloe Vera Toilet Roll is fine. It holds up. Shea butter falls to pieces. You could sneeze on it and it would fall apart. You will find for the rest of your day that you are picking toilet roll from your crevasse. And it's just... I spend a very <laughs> short amount of my day picking bits of toilet paper from my arsehole. <laughs> I assume that this is, this is something you're very passionate about. I don't want to do that. No, no, I don't think anyone does. No, no, no. I want a so good toilet roll that holds its shape together. It doesn't fall apart. That I can fold over twice and it is the appropriate amount of... Like, this shape of a toilet roll. Like, double the ply that you've currently yeah. got. No, normally, I, normally that's why I double fold. Oh, to okay. maximise ply. Um, maximise maximize wipage. But I've bought a lot of off-brand toilet roll in my day because... Off-brand? Yeah. Like, like Durex. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Durex toilet roll. It's rib for her pleasure. But, um, yeah... I know that, like, you don't want this to fall to pieces. It's the worst thing. I, I'm luckily so far I've avoided the dreaded hole and finger poke through. Oh, what clipped your arsehole? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one wants to clip an arsehole. But like, that's the worst thing is when you when you wipe and your thumb catches something. Yeah, you're on the toilet and you know you need to wipe. You, I mean, you could it's get another suspicious. piece of toilet roll and wipe on that, but it's not clean enough yet. And then there's that point later in the day where you bite your nail or something. Oh, but never done that. Yeah, I, 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 I bite that, my nails. I assume that shit tastes like peanut butter. So. I don't know. I wash it. I thoroughly wash. Uh, but no, I um, I the argument would be that um, when you're sitting on the toilet for twenty minutes and then you have to quickly go to the go to the bath. Like I, I have a separate toilet and bathroom. Oh. 
So if I'm taking a shit for 20 minutes and then I've got to go and wash my hands, people get suspicious because I'm not pissing for yeah, 20 minutes. There should minutes. always be a sink near the bathroom. It's uncivilised. No, that's not true. You need something to wash your hands in. No, 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 definitely not. You can put your hands in the toilet and flush again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not hygienic, but oh. yeah, I'll try it. Um, so yeah, share your button toilet paper. What? Zero. 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 I, I Negative like how, four. I like how passionate you are about this. Um, I'm annoyed by it. Why are you so annoyed I've by got it? two rolls now I'm not going to do anything with. <laughs> paper mache. I'm going to maybe use that to pick up hair stuck in the sink. Oh, oh yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah, living with women, that's the one bane of your existence. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Um, you should review something before I mean, we get even I, deeper into toilet roll. The only thing I've been talking mostly about stuff that's visual stimuli. Um, hmm. I don't know. Uh, what have I done or listened to? Or, or Didn't you have something else on your list then? I do. I do have one more thing, but it's Watchdogs. And everything I say about Watchdogs is going to be the same as oh, what I've I played Watch Dogs. Have you? Yeah, I've got it. You've got watchdogs. Yeah, I've got watchdogs on the PC. The PC. Yeah, I I dealt with UbiPlay. I'm putting up with UbiPlay on my PC to play watchdogs. It's actually a very good game. It's, yeah. But, <laughs> but buttocks. It's a very good game, but but that's entirely it. <laughs> yeah, like um, oh, there's just it, I really like the game, and I'm one of those people where I'm playing a game like. Fuck the story, because usually the story is utter shit. Mm. Usually you're like, generic, gruff voice man has lost a family member. You're 30-something bearded guy yeah. who like um, has a dark past. Yeah, for some reason I'm really good with computers, but I work out every day to make sure I'm buff and studly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that guy that guy essentially loses a family member and decides to go on a rampage. For um, his own actions for his own is actions. the reason why she dies. Yeah. That's the reason that I find most appalling is that it's his own fucking fault. But that's besides the point. I mean, the game's all right. It's good. On the Xbox One, I recommend it on the Xbox One and PS4, um, or PC, in fact. Anything PC can... version is pretty nice looking. It is could it? do better. Yeah. They could definitely, because apparently they've got a whole bunch of stuff that they basically turned off. Yeah. There but... is reasons beyond that, though. Uh, it was something to do with the updates, because if, if, um, if they had it all on, they'd have to update so much more than if they just had it buffered and turned yeah. off, so they didn't have to update those settings. That's what I've heard. I don't know if yeah. that's true. That was for a birdie, for a grapevine. Yeah. And if you're like me and you talk to birds on a regular basis, you'll know they're fucking liars. <laughs> <laughs> but in regards, in regards to Watch Dogs, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend if you got an Xbox One, PC, or, or PS4. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's 20 quid now. You can pick up 20 quid game, game station. Yeah, like it's it's one of those game games that's... Um, uh, there's that, that sweet spot of games that are hyped a lot, yeah. sell well, but everyone returns it. And that's when it becomes nice and cheap. It's one of those ones that fits exactly in that nice and cheap category because yeah. everyone's fucking got it. I feel like if you don't, if you didn't like GTA Five, if you're one of those rare people that didn't like GTA mm. Five, and I love GTA Five, I loved thirty three point three percent recurring of it because Trevor is not in it enough. Yeah, fuck everyone else. Trevor is the best character. Everyone knows Trevor's the best character. Even people that just watch Trevor, like, oh, I can't wait to play as Trevor. Oh, it's <laughs> like I don't want to play as generic gangbanger, and I don't want to play as generic Goodfellas. I want to play as I want to play as the fucking madcap hillbilly. Crapping. Trevor was the first character in GTA that actually fit the gameplay. Yeah. Like, there's no ludo narrative dissonance there. To yeah. quote Terry Kavanaugh and his use was it Terry Kavanaugh used that word? No, I Ken know, Levine. You read a lot more games based yeah. things than I do. I don't read opinions on games a lot often. Cause Ken it's... Levine was the one who quote who was the first one to coin the term um, ludo narrative dissonance. Um. Who was the guy who was the first person to coin the term to coin a term? To coin a phrase. Captain Coin? Mr. No. Coin? <laughs> Mr. Leslie, Leslie Cap and Coin? But yeah, I, my problems with um, Watch Dogs mainly come from stuff like um, he denies he's the um, vi- vigilante. <laughs> you just reminded me of. Then on the radio, they announce his name. 
as the vigilante. Like everyone knows he's the vigilante, but he constantly pretends he isn't. Um, there's the side of the story where he's like, he's allowed to hide his identity, but no one else can hide their identity. Yeah. And you're, he's allowed to sneak on people and listen in on their conversations. You've like, seen Transformers Four, haven't you? Fuck yes, that <laughs> fucking. All right, Transformers Four is again, it's another one of those things. Like I would, I would, I think Mark Wahlberg is doing this to hurt me. Um, <laughs> I've seen Boogie Nights. I love that film. Fuck um, yeah. You watch Transformers Four, and there's no side of that young, hungry actor. It's all just this... a dead, soulless monster. Uh, but anyway, no Transformers Four. There's a similar thing where um, Optimus Prime, or at least a metallic blur that's jumping against another metallic blur, looks like Optimus Prime. There's red and blue in it, so I assume it's him. Optimus um, Prime in name only. Yeah, jumps on top of a dinosaur, and he goes, "You will listen to me. I'm doing this to free you." Now, listen to me. He's like trying to hold the sword. Dinosaur. Yeah, I'm giving you your freedom. But your freedom comes at the price of being captive under my will. The thing that bugs me about that, everyone always goes on about how that bit was really stupid. Yeah. No one ever mentions how much more stupid it could have, it was, because they calmly walk out of the spaceship beforehand, suggesting that they've come to some sort yeah. of agreement, and then just fight. Yeah, just fuck shit up. Oh, fuck that film. Do you know, like? You know what the biggest problem with that film is? Everything. T.J. Miller dies in the first 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Low-budget Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Yeah, but he's not... <laughs> it's not even that. It's like, you, if you watch the film again... I've watched it twice now. Because I might be brain dead <laughs> at this point. I was checking my watch the whole way through that thing. I haven't been to a film in cinema where I've checked my watch constantly in ages. And I went to see Godzilla. all three of the friggin'... I like Godzilla. I like Godzilla as well. Yeah. I was just like, it's Godzilla arriving. <laughs> so he's like... <laughs> I went through all three of the prequel trilogies, man. Like oh, yeah. All three of the Star Wars prequels, man. And I never checked my watch. No, I fell asleep in the cinema. Um, I saw Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Avatar twice. I saw it for free at the Samsung thing. But Transformers 4 was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but yeah, no, it's a similar thing. It's like Aiden, Film Dump. Aiden, uh, yeah, check out Film Dump for a review. Mm. Actually, I've got one on the cinema again as well. Check out, check out, my name's Katia, so cinema again. Yeah, cinema again. Cinema yeah. again. Um, and I'll I wanted to call this Review Mageddon. Review again, yeah, but it was yeah. already taken, wasn't it? Yeah. Guru Larry already took it. Yeah, don't you dare Google review him again after hearing that name in our podcast. That's not us. We're... I shouldn't mention that film dump exists somewhere else as well. There's a um a yeah, forum so does, apparently. So again. It's oh, just spelled differently. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we're ruining this. I thought we were doing all right up until this point. I'm laughing. I'm slightly intoxicated. There's about five mellow gaming channels on YouTube. <laughs> how how long is this now? We've been going one out of ten. Oh really? Yeah, we've got one review each left. I think. Uh, no, I've, I've done You're dumb. Um, I can review something else. I'm going to watch no. plenty of shit this week. But what was your score for? What were you reviewing before Transformers came up? Watchdogs. Watchdogs. Yeah, give it. I, I, I actually, honestly, I would give it on, on next gen console, I'd give it an 8. On previous gen, it's 5. The reason it's 5, though, is because um, there's something about having your senses dulled. It's, yeah. it's almost like you don't get the full capacity. When you know there's a better version out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... It's all well and good drinking and then sleeping with someone who's disgustingly ugly, and but it's just waking up the next day and seeing her and you're like, oh god, did I really? You lad. Did I really? Because there was a hot one right next to her. I could have got that. It would have just cost me a little bit more time and I probably would have had to buy her drinks. Instead, I went home with something that probably wandered out of Battersea Dog Home. Um, I sponsor Battersea Dog Home. That's okay. Yeah, I donated a bunch of money to them recently. Yeah. How tragic. Some prick lit on fire. Fuck that guy. If there's one thing that I, I'm, month, I'm not like calling people to arms to beat someone to death, I never assume that. You know, if ever I'm going to do that, 
But the yeah. guy who set fire to that dog beat no, him to death. No, 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 no. Let's <laughs> let's not do that. Let's not. It's not a call to arms for oh, the people okay. here. This is this is just us speaking as people to an anonymous audience. That's probably gonna. It's gonna be at least in the double digits. <laughs> I think we get at least three people. Watching least, this, well, yeah. no, come on. I'm saying at least eleven combined from SoundCloud and YouTube. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. I'd say eleven. But anyway, um, yeah. So that guy, not a call to arms to kill this guy, but genuinely, the someone help him. There's got to be something so mentally broken about a man who sets fire to a place that's a home for lost puppies and dogs. Mm. If ever you've met a dog, they don't have content. They don't. They don't like. They're happy to be around people. They're never content. That's never a word that enters them. They're never in a position where they're just, you know, this is all right. They're not like humans. Yeah. They're happy. They're so happy when the tiniest bit of affection is sent their way that their life is a constant fucking rainbow of pleasures. And then you've got people that torture them and maliciously murder them. And just this guy, just fuck that guy. He's what, a score, guy. what score would you give Battersea Dogs Home? Battersea Dogs Home? All the points. To be honest, I would give it, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. They could do a little bit better by hiring hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> to beat anyone who sets fire to them. Yeah, just if they hired me as a night watchman and gave me a gun, this wouldn't have happened. So or I would have shot the fire, and you can kill fire with bullets, right? Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. I played um a game where you did that. Yeah, burning yeah. rangers, you fired water bullets. <laughs> uh, but no, I um just fuck that guy. Genuinely, anyone who can donate as well, donate Love to Mercy not. Dog Home. Um, it's a worthy cause. Like, if you're gonna donate to anyone, don't donate to the ice bucket challenge because eighty percent of that's going in someone's pocket. Yeah. Um. Go mad. Donate all you can. If you can't donate money... They help cats as well. Exactly. If, if you, you want to propagate money, cats on the internet. Then donate some dog food. I don't know. Dog biscuits. What do dogs like? Um, Bulls. Oh, shit. I've been feeding my dog bricks. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I keep doing that. <laughs> well. But, um, but, yeah, anyway. So, um, watch dogs. I'd give it a solid solid eight. Seven or eight on uh, on next-gen consoles. It would just be a five. It's, it's a case of every time you look online you'll see a trailer, you'll resent yourself a little bit for not yeah. spending 400 quid on I've not played through it all yet, so I'm like, no, about right. halfway through. I've unlocked all of the cities, so I've done all those little towers. Yeah, I'm addicted fucking to towers. As soon as you get Far Cry 3, you're like, oh, what can I do? And you go to a tower and you're like... If I play Far Cry 4 and within 20 minutes it asks me to capture a tower, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm tired of that. You say that. You'll be pissed off until you see an elephant nearby and you're like, I'm going to capture Can you put tower. guns on the elephant? Yeah. Oh, you okay. You'll like climb the tower and you'll be like, oh, there's an elephant in closure. Right. So, am I going to do the last review? If you want to do one of them, I'll pull something out my arse off. I'll wing something completely and entirely. Rabbit. Well, I'm figuring the last thing I should review is Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers on the 3DS. I'll tell you what, as, a, as an introspective review, I will do Smash Brothers on the N64. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we can discuss that after you've done Smash Brothers. But Smash Brothers on the 3DS. I'm enjoying the testicles out of it so far. Um, yeah, um, I am a bit annoyed that um, you can't switch the C pad to the D pad. It's the only thing that's irritating me on the game. What does the D pad do? Well, it's it's better control for me. Uh, it's no, faster. I mean, like, what does it do? Taunts, <laughs> like fucking taunts, <laughs> like that couldn't be on the C pad. I guarantee when because apparently it's got that C sticks for support for the new 3ds that's coming out, which is oh, just yeah. called the new 3ds. I bet the C stick does C pad does taunts as well. Um, but the game is fine. It's exactly what you expect from Smash Brothers. It's like over the top. It's chaotic. It's freaking. The variety of characters is all over the place. It's a bit weird that they've split up some of the characters. So you've got Metroid and Zero Suit Samus as two separate characters. Metroid's a person, obviously. Um, why can't Metroid crawl? Why can't Metroid crawl? <laughs> well, you're, saying, you're saying Metroid is in the alien named Metroid, the Metroid alien, the little bug thing with the little teeth. No, the one in the orange and red. <laughs> you mean Samus Aran? She's called, she's called Metroid. She's not called Metroid. That's the name of the alien. 
God, I love that game. I think Metroid's a pretty cool guy. He's a cool, cool character. <laughs> yeah. um, he yeah, shoots aliens and doesn't afraid of nothing, man. Imagine, imagine the balls that guy's packing. <laughs> but yeah, um, s- breast size balls. Smash Bros. Minutes. There's plenty of stuff to unlock. Um, I've already hit the addiction of trophy collecting. Which was my well, Smash Brothers Brawl went to an extreme, man. Every time we get one of those games, yeah, you fucking start collecting trophies. Yeah, I I play that home run thing just because I learn that gradually you'll be able to hit it further and he get more trophies. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. The, if you hit certain distances, you'll unlock yeah, certain I can only trophies. Yeah, get to like three hundred nineteen feet. I've done about four hundred twenty. I think is my max so far. Oh, yeah, you always have to have do, don't you? yeah, I love that game. <laughs> I, but the thing this comes back to the C stick though, because um, yeah. the C stick's quite slow. It's got a lot of resistance to it. I can't do the smash attacks quick enough. The tap and tack, which and you, you need to be able to No. Oddly enough, really good C-stick. Is it different? Is it looser? I wouldn't even say it was looser. It just feels like the uh, PS- PSP one. You remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit like that. Yeah, sweet. I do like my old PSP. With its, it's got, um, I think it's got some sort of virus. There's something underneath the screen that seems to be growing like a bacteria inside of a uh, tray. Not, that's not a virus. Yeah, um, well, underneath well, the screen. <laughs> but um, yeah, Smash Brothers is excellent so far. I, I've tried playing online. And it doesn't work at all. Um, <laughs> there's a patch you have to apply. I've, 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 built, I've done that download. Oh, really? Um, yeah. IGN said there's a patch. You Every know. time I've tried to play online, it, you choose your character and it loads you into like a game where you're playing against CPO for a while while you're waiting for the other people yeah, to like choose the characters. Um, never once has it exited that. Every character has said it's ready. Every player. And it's never exited. And from what I understand, if you play a multiplayer, if you ever do actually get into a game... Um, you're not going to have, like, it's going to lag out quite often. Sometimes it will actually pause to let the data catch up. Oh, really? Um, it slows down to a crawl. There's a video on Game Trailers where they did a review of it, and they show what it looks like, and it just goes, free, And then you see, like, the character animation slowly play out, and then it will gradually go, two, And then suddenly the game's in play. And Strange. it's like, yeah, apparently online's completely screwed. I remember it not being brilliant on Meet Mon Brawl. Was on, it Brawl? Yeah. On the Wii. Wii. It was all right. It was Nintendo's first attempts at online play, as far as I'm aware. No, no, no there was Mario Kart. Before Mario, it. Was Mario Kart before it? Yeah. And also, you remember the uh, modem, the 56k modem? No one remembers the 56k modem. 56k modem, there's a slot for it on the bottom. Oh, the, the GameCube, yeah. I've got a Game Boy player plugged into my Game Boy. Yeah, the modem actually fits in, you know, the smaller one? Yeah. Fits in there. No. But you can play um, You can play Mario Kart Double Dash online. Could you? Shit. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you played a little bit of Smash Bros. earlier. Enjoyed what do I think it? of Smash Bros.? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. It obviously, um, I'm an old veteran at this. Yeah. I played them all, um, even even the Wii one. Um, yeah. A lot of people seem to uh, seem to avoid. Um, great, I like Smash Brothers. I always love Smash Brothers. I'm told that the different characters you select are the different different difficulties. Is that correct? I don't know because I was told that Link is like the easy version of the game, but I always yeah. play as Link because I don't. I'm finding Link character. easier than others. I found Shulk to be the most difficult character to play as. Sorry. So I think that may be the, may be the case. So I've always been good with Link. Um, I've always sort of decimated games. Uh, there's a couple of people I used to play with named Tom and Nick. Hmm. Name dropping my old 127 homies. Yeah. Um, but those guys, uh, yeah, we all used to play together and, you know, one would win one day and one would win another. Um, and we're all great. We're all really good at it. Um, and I love the game. It's one of those games that you can be competitive at, but it never feels like you're getting angry with the game. You never yeah. blame the game. The controls are so good. They're so, so you know so well done that you just you never have to worry about that sort of thing and yeah. all in all I really enjoyed it the chaos when you lose control a little bit from the chaos of the whole thing it kind of feels like part of the game it's not so much that you're like you what don't 
Yeah, you lose control, but it's okay because it's part of what the game is. I wish that jump was a button. Jump is um, X and Y. You can use X and Y to jump. Well, I wish it was like A. I wish it was yeah. like a big button. I think yeah. it was like a little bit more like Mario controls. Yeah. And the reason behind that is that pressing up on the D-pad as you're falling towards your death is not quite as immediate as yeah. the saving grace of hitting that A button and then being I up. I am finding, because of the smaller screen, I'm not noticing when I'm falling to my death as often. <laughs> I think that may be the case with those. Yeah. Um, but um, I've got a Wii U, so I'm looking forward to it coming out on the Wii U. <sighs> I need um, to get a Wii U. I'm, I'm aiming for a Retron 5 first, though. Really? Yeah. I need something to put my SNES cartridges in that actually turns on every time I flick the switch. <laughs> and it'll make so it'll be perfect for recording stuff because yeah, it's a crapshoot. When you're recording 50 hertz stuff. Wait, what consoles are you trying to replace? Just the SNES? Um, SNES, Mega Drive, Masters. I've got all of them, man. I've replace, got my NES. Replace, the, um, replace it with the Retron 3 then. You don't need the Retron 5. No, because it's Retron 5X um, upscales to HDM for 720p. So it's Retron 3. Yeah, but it's HDMI out. It doesn't have it doesn't have Retron 3, does it? Pretty sure. Yeah, it's got Game Boy Advance slot as well. Retron free, does that work? <laughs> mm. Should we start asking people questions expecting answers? <laughs> but oh, yeah. Smash Brothers, I'm liking it so far. I've played about I, like three hours of it. I Because I'm a traditionalist, I'd give it a solid nine. Yeah. Um, I'd never go ten on it. I mean, the only thing that I'd ever review a ten um, would be the story for The Last of Us, but not the plot, not the actual structure. <laughs> like, the story was fantastic. The actual structure of the game... Fuck haphazard fuck linear linear yeah. sort of, like oh you've got the freedom to do whatever you want no you don't those clickers they were placed to intrinsically fuck up yeah you have own. to go through the level in pretty much the way they decide yeah yeah pretty much um, but yeah Super, Super Smash Brothers on the on the 3DS works really well actually looks quite nice as well which is yeah. the first time I've ever thought that about a 3DS game it looks better than games. the um, Wii one the previous Wii one eh, right? that's going a bit far the Wii one was alright, but I think you roasted lenses on that, man. Interesting fact. Did you know the GameCube was the first console that did HD? Was it? Oh, yeah. It'd be, um... You could do 720p. Yeah, not the British version, though, because no one ever used any progressive scan games, yeah, did they? Sadly not. But yeah. Poor GameCube. That's Smash Brothers. That's Smash Brothers. Um, as a segue, I guess, Smash Brothers 64. Yeah. Um, I played this a long time ago. I've mostly, I've never actually, um, this is really bad. I've only actually ever played it on the actual N64 once. Yeah. Because my 64 fucked up almost immediately after I bought it. Yeah, they do it. that, yeah. So I I downloaded an emulator in a ROM. I'm sorry, I'm breaking the law. Mm. There's Judas Priest say, breaking the law. Breaking, breaking the law. law. Anyway. Washing um, the dog, washing the dog. <laughs> and been caught stealing by Jane's addiction. Let's yeah. just, let's reference them all. Get them all yeah. in here. That's the more stuff you can search on Google and you'll find our shit for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, all in all, Super Smash Bros. 64, it's fucking solid. Um, I think that they took so much care into bringing that into a functional game, and it is a very, very original idea. You've had you had Capcom versus SNK and things like that before that, and you had X Men versus X Men versus Capcom before that as well. Yeah, maybe it was. Um, yeah, it was X Men versus Capcom first. X Men yeah. versus yeah. Capcom first. And Marvel uh, superheroes came after, and then they did yeah. Marvel superheroes versus Capcom. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So you had all that shit beforehand, and then you had um, then you had this fantastic um, Nintendo game come up. And no one ever thought that they would want to lamp the shit out Link as Mario. <laughs> Mario Mario, as he's named in the film. Hmm. And Luigi Mario. No one ever thought they'd want to lamp the shit out of each other playing as those characters because they're not burly characters. They're not, they're not these masculine people. They're all just like these cartoonish human beings. And my god, did I love fucking shit up as Donkey Kong. <laughs> when you start pounding the ground with your fists and you're just going mad and people are just flying in the air and you're like... And the whole thing just worked so very well. And it's it's such a recommended treat to find something that's so retro, but but just it, it 
puts its feet firmly in the ground, plants itself, and there is no way you're moving that that sort of that was the one I'm looking for. There's no way you're you're moving that sort of recipe for success. Yeah. There's no need to change that. That's there and that's what it needs to be. Nintendo like that. If they get it right first time and they can just keep repeating. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, um, the Nintendo do. <laughs> but um but my god, for people that make blueprints and they make them well and then they use those blueprints to make a product that's great. They're the ones. I mean, do you remember the Sony attempt at this? Sony All-Stars Battle? I haven't played it. Okay, I got that for the PS3 um, yeah. under the belief that that would be a Super Smash Bros. Bros. clone. Like, yeah. It's Isaac from Dead Space in. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's fucking atrocious. Yeah, hasn't it got a different mechanic to how you... Win? No, it's pretty similar. It just feels so fucking soulless. Yeah. And vapid. And that may, that may be a statement on Sony themselves and the way they produce games. It feels very clinical. Yeah. And it feels almost carbon copied in the way the menus and other things like that. But absolutely just, Smash Bros. just nailed it. Just, mm. I don't know if it's, maybe it's the plethora of characters they can play with and bring in. Yeah. But they've also now got other companies, as of Sony, Sony at the time did. Um, obviously they brought in Sucker Punch they, to do the infamous characters. Yeah, they had Dante as well, didn't they? They had Dante from Capcom and yeah. they had Isaac from... Dead Space. EA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it all worked really well. Just because they didn't have enough mascots. Yeah, it all worked really well for Nintendo. Sony, not so much. And I think it's just that approach. They're like, what do they want? Yeah. Let's give them what they want. And it's like, no one wants a cookie up the arsehole. You just <laughs> combine two things and you've got it wrong. You combine Smash Bros. with a massive dildo up the bum. And not everyone likes that. No, you find some no. people like it. Some people definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. like the game. Yeah, if you like it, it's fine. It's your choice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's absolutely up to yourself as to whether you like that as a as a preference. Um, not in the comparison I've made. Sometimes that is a that isn't a choice. <laughs> but in terms of the game in itself, you know whether or not it's it's marmite it is essentially marmite marmite laced with shit because not everyone's going to like it. <laughs> a fair few people didn't. So yeah, we ended on Smash Brothers then. Smash Brothers sixty four ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, Sony All Star Battle free. <laughs> and uh, Smash Bros. on 3DS so far yeah 8 I've only played it for like 20 minutes 10 minutes not even that 16.3 16.3 yeah so that's the end of the first podcast what an attempt at a podcast yeah it, we if this is shit tell us yeah <laughs> give us, give like us comment more. subscribe um <laughs> As we mentioned, you can find us find find me on Film Dump and uh, me at Friggin, Cinemageddon. Yeah, Bat on Cinemageddon. Um, Two G's and one D. This will be on Mellow Gaming. I'm also going to chuck it on SoundCloud. Yeah. So yeah, have a look for Critic Apocalypse. Crit Apocalypse. <laughs> you know what, right? We're going to start the pronunciation of that. Yeah, steadily drinking as you make a podcast is the way forward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm I've I've down two glasses of Glenfiddich. I feel classy as balls right now. Yeah, Glenfiddich. 8.6.